What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. When times get tough, I always offer to get her a watermelon. It's <laughs> the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I love that. Did you expect it? I feel like you kind of expected that intro. I did not, but I love that oh. you said it. You know how much I love hippos eating watermelons? Yeah. Well, that's why I thought you may have expected it because... I did not. Guys, if you weren't on our Sunday Night Live last night... A big mistake. Well, first of all, where were you? <laughs> Seriously, where were you? It was a good time. It's always a good time over there, but last night was especially fun. But I brought up how when you are sad, you also turn to watermelons. Mm-hmm. But in in a different way. You don't eat the watermelon. No. We we think Alina, when she's sad, we think her pick-me-up, her comfort food is watermelon. You just enjoy watching hippopotamuses <laughs> eat watermelons. Yes, I do. I don't know how I how I started doing this. I thought one day I was sad and I saw it on Facebook and I just loved <laughs> it. It really made me like... It literally like lifted my mood because mm-hmm. it was so hilarious. Like someone took a whole watermelon and then put it in the hippo's mouth and he was just like, and just like ate it at once. And I don't know if you guys know this, but hippos have a smile like all the time. <laughs> so like he looked so happy and it was this mixed video of like several hippos just like doing that. Like one, one after another, after another. And it just like, highlight reel. It just like cracked me up reel. and I loved it. And I saw it recently somewhere else. Another hippo eating another watermelon. You sent one to me like last week. Yes. Yeah. And it just always makes me happy. I would say this is one of the first quirks, if you can call it a quirk, one of the first strange things I learned about you <laughs> within the first few months of us dating. I That's feel true. Like you sent me a video and you were like, hey, if you need to pick me up, this works for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so Hippos true. Hippos eating watermelon. Yeah. So that's... That was one of the highlights I thought of this episode. Oh, for was sure. Was learning that little tidbit about Alina. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get into all of the highlights, all of the highlights, all of the lowlights, everything. Everything, be- as always, guys, do, as always. Be- before we do, a couple things. Have to ask. If you don't follow us on social media, well, then you're definitely not joining our Sunday Night Lives. Yeah, like, what are you doing? If are you're you doing? not following us on social media, like... What are you doing at 10, 15 p.m. Eastern time? What are you doing with Sunday your nights? life? Follow us on social media, please, on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. So much, so much goodness going on over there. And something extremely important is going to happen over there in the coming days. Oh, that's so true. Okay. I regret to inform all of you guys that tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, it could be today, it could be yesterday. On Monday, no, yes, Monday, (laughs) September 27th. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the last Darcy and Stacey oh, of the season. I can't believe it. I seriously thought we have at least like two or three more. I was hoping. But it's the season finale, which means... Uh, stop talking. I'm going to need a watermelon pretty soon. I'm very Am I right? Yeah, I'll send you sad. some hippo videos. I feel like I saved it on my Instagram. <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'll forward it to you. Please. I'm so sad. Yeah. <laughs> season finale. Yeah. Today or whenever you're listening to this. So that means we're going to need another show to cover in place of Darcy and Stacey. Yes, and we have a few ideas, but let's not talk about it right now because we have other things to talk about. But as you said, guys, follow us on social media, especially on Instagram, because that's where we're going to post the poll. Yes. That John loves doing polls, by the way. P-O-L-E. Yeah. No, the P-O-L-L. 
Yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, I don't get a dance. Oh, boy. We're not going to post any polls on so of not that kind of poll. Yeah, well, John media. loves polling. P O L L I. We're going to poll you guys. We're going to see <laughs> what we should cover next. Yes. As Teresa said, we have a couple ideas. And couple if things. you want to have a say, just join us and follow us on Instagram. Seriously, guys, I'm not just saying that for fun. No, we actually want to cover. We want to cover what you want us to cover. Yes. Obviously, we don't do it for ourselves. We don't. Yeah, we kind of do. Obviously, the couples we're going to pick or shows we're going to pick are shows that we would love to cover as well, but we want to hear your input. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So at 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram, that's where all that stuff is happening. Also, make sure you guys follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether that's Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. It's so easy to follow the podcast. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's Wasabi Peace Hut. <laughs> what? <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. It does. I mean, it does in our life. Yes, yeah, so does I'm I bringing our personal life into this podcast as we do all the time. Ready for that story? Teresa went to a gas station and bought wasabi peas. <laughs> didn't eat them. End of story. I actually opened them and I had a few pieces. When? I don't know. I feel like it was yesterday at some point I you did. You know they're not called pieces. Peases. They're just peas. Yeah, you, but wasabi couple, peas. You had a couple was, peas. Yeah, was, wasabi peas. But that's not... The reason why I bought wasabi peas, besides the fact that I love it, because I love spicy and hot food, yeah. is because of the brand. Ooh. We went to the Bucky's gas station. Oh, what are you guys who don't know? Oh, Bucky's is this awesome freaking gas station that has a beaver as a logo. Uh -huh. And we just love it. And mainly why we love it is because it's a nice, nice gas station. But why I personally love it is that everything inside, most, most of the things inside, are Bucky's branded. You can get anything Bucky's. Anything. You can get Wasabi Peas Bucky's. You can get Bucky's coffee. You can get Bucky's wine tumbler. And this is not an ad. I wish it was. But that's why I say Wasabi Peas. Hello? Yeah, I don't even know what to say. You are drinking a beer. I know, I know, we're not doing Bucky's the segment. As you said, they're not a sponsor. We're not doing Bucky's the segment, okay? You, John is drinking a beer and his koozie is from Bucky's. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you throw me under the bus like that? You love Bucky's, just say I it. do like Bucky's, but we're not we're not promoting Bucky's. Bucky's we're not, but you were like, oh, wasabi peace. That's personal. I'm like, yeah, because we got it at Bucky's. Okay. Whatever it is, why ever Teresa decided. I'm done with Bucky's the segment. You're done? Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys, smash it like it's hot. That's all. Smash it like it's wasabi okay. peas from Bucky's Hut. Enough, home. enough. Last, but certainly not least, if you haven't left a review, it would be amazing if you could take a few seconds, rate, review, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot. It helps us a lot. Yes, it sure does. I have one I'd like to read. Okay. Okay. Now, we got a review from this, this fine listener whose name I am going to butcher mm -hmm. because it is not a name. It is a bunch of letters okay. strung together. Mm -hmm. Urijukap. I like it. Okay. Sounds like, a, <laughs> sounds like Elon Musk's child. That's true. They may be related to the Musks. Mm -hmm. Can never count that out. It's an E, an R, and then a couple Ys, a few Js, some Ks, O, and P. Okay? So... Shout out to you. I'm sorry. I don't know how to Very pronounce it. Very futuristic. Love it. Okay. Five stars. I love it even more. 
<laughs> titled Great Addition to My 90 Day Podcasts. Oh. So clearly another addict over here who listens Hello. to multiple 90 day podcasts. As do we. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> love them all. Love them all. So great addition to my 90 day podcasts. They write, I love this podcast. I found them from their guest spot on Pink Shade and have been binging ever since. Smash it like it's DC in August hot. What? Now Smash I know. Smash it like it's DC in August. I'm taking a note. Hot. Okay, that's how you do it. That makes I'm sense. I'm taking a note. That makes sense. It is August. It is hot. It is DC. It is okay, in the a, southern part. It's September. Almost yeah. October. Well, this, this review, I'm sorry. I'm catching up. This review oh, came. Oh, okay. This re- do not shame Ariju Cup. I'm not shaming Ariju Cup. I'm shaming you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how you do a smash it like it's hot. And I'm going to smash it like it's that hot eventually. Okay. <laughs> you got to work your <laughs> way I up love it. I love that you said it because sometimes it's struggle because there's so many hot things, but they're not. You know, if you don't want to repeat yourself. Sure. I usually just base it off of my life or 90 day. I know. Right? Um, yeah. You sure do. Yeah. That's how it all. Okay. So I really appreciate when someone's trying to help me out. So Absolutely. I love it. Thanks for the review. Five stars. Love it. I love that you discovered us. And I love that you gave me smash it like it's smash hot. Smash it like it's Airy Jube Cops review hot. That's ooh, how hot ooh. you could smash it. Okay. Are you taking notes over there? Is anyone taking notes? That's how hot it is. Five stars hot. Thank you. Airy Jube Cop or however you pronounce that name. It's I'm sure it's beautiful. However you say it. Thank you. Be like Urijube Cup and leave a review if you haven't. Okay. Please do. Should should we do a little 90 day by the way before yes. we go any further? Yes. All right. Well, calm down over there. This one's a little bit of a sad one. Okay. No need to get excited immediately. Oh, sadness, the segment starting no, so early. No, not yet. But this one, yeah, I'll tell you. You tell me what you think. Okay. Potentially. Juliana and Michael may be separated. What? Yes. How did you find (sighs) out about this? It's funny because I recently, maybe not as recently, but about a month ago, somehow I came across her Instagram and I was kind of checking if they're still together. They're mostly pictures of her. Okay. A few pictures of the kids and she has something on her stories. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I guess they're still like rock and rolling. Well, all that's gone now. It is, oh. Yeah, her Instagram has been pretty much wiped clean of any mention of Michael. Oh, that's a classic move. But here's where the speculation really started. A couple days ago, she posted a TikTok video. Okay. In this video, she said, everyone keeps asking if I'm still married. Mm-hmm. It truly hurts, and I'm not ready to talk through it yet. Okay? Hmm. So everyone's asking if you're married. It hurts. Not ready to talk about it. Then she goes on and she says, when you guys find out, you're going to hate me forever. Everyone's going to hate me. That's why I'm being a little weird. What? She said this on TikTok? Yeah. And then she ended by saying, so please stop asking if I'm still married. Just stop. I'm suffering enough. So just stop. I feel like a horrible person. Maybe she cheated. Okay. I think that's the obvious the thing you jump well, to first. Yeah, it's just only because she kept saying, I'm the horrible person. You guys are going to hate, hate, hate me. Okay. Not saying, oh, you're going to be mind blown. Like, 
you know, uh, Mike literally screwed up or something. Like she's blaming everything on herself. Okay. Well, obviously that, I think that's, that was my first instinct. That was yours. Let's add a little fuel to that fire. Okay. Okay. She was posting Instagram stories this past weekend. Mm. Her and Tanya of Sinjin and Tanya. Oh, okay. They were together partying it up in Virginia Beach. And we know Sinjin and Tanya may be on the... Oh, I've house. heard that they are divorced or getting a divorce. There's no... I, I checked the court records, okay? Um, my yeah. fellow Connecticutians, I checked the court records. Nothing about divorce just yet, but a little, I guess, is a little side, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sinjin is in Arizona with yeah. another woman named Yeah, I saw Aaron. that. I saw that. I don't oh, know yeah. if it's a... If it's a relationship, but he was like holding her dog or something in a picture. Yeah, that's why I'm not making. You just hold random people's dogs. Uh, you do. You hold very random people's I dogs. I pick dogs up on the street. Yes. And I ask first. That's the definition of holding that's random about, people's that's about dogs. It. I usually do it when I'm drunk and I haven't done it since we left New York City. Okay, this, by the way, it's not about you. It's not about <laughs> Sinjin and Tanya, although they may be breaking I'm up. Just saying, I'm just saying the dog photo was telling. Okay. That's it. This is about... Michael and Juliana. So, a lot of speculation. Are they breaking up? Mm. Are they broken up? Did she cheat? Right? All normal mm-hmm. questions to this video that she posted, which is now deleted. It is what? no longer on TikTok. Okay? So, here's the flip side. If we want to play devil's advocate. Sure. Maybe she cheated. Maybe mm-hmm. we're going to hate her because of that. Maybe they're broken up. Let's play a little devil's advocate. Let's play the flip side. Okay. She says... Everyone keeps asking if I'm still married. It truly hurts. Okay. Let's dissect that for a minute. Everyone keeps asking, are you guys still married? And it hurts. Why does it hurt? Because why are you asking? You don't think we're still married? You I, think was we, okay? I was thinking that. I was thinking that. So maybe it truly hurts that you don't believe in their love. Maybe it truly hurts that you keep pestering me with this question. Okay. Then she goes, when you guys find out, you're going to hate me forever. Okay, well, why would we hate you if you're still together? Oh, because you're putting out this cryptic message to make it seem like you guys are splitting up. Well, I feel like the first part I agree with what you said, because I was thinking the same. Maybe they're still together. She's just hurting because people think Mm -hmm. they split up. The second part, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I do. I think she's maybe she's trolling us a little bit and saying, when you find out that I'm trolling you, you're going to hate me forever. I don't think so. I don't. I'm just putting it out there as an option. Sure, 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 sure. I like that. But I honestly, I do hope they are still together. I like them together. Yeah. Um, But I also think that if they were still together, she would not be partying with semi-single What's her face? Tanya. Tanya in Virginia Beach. Like, if you're married to someone and you're happily married, you don't go like five states over and party with a single lady. Who knows? Who knows? Right? Never say never. Well, true, but... Here's my only hope if they are separating. My only hope would be Michael's getting back with Sarah. His ex-wife. Well, Sarah's married. Are they married or they're just... I thought they were mm. like engaged or married and she was going through like a he- chemo or she Yeah, had we a know cancer. she was yeah. sick and we know that they all yeah. had this bond and this extended family approach to I their life. I don't think they can 
ever get back together just because they were together. Mm. They split up, but they became friends. Yeah. I don't think you can go back to being lovers after like everything they've been through. Oh, like I think that's... Like, Juliana that's, and the other guy, everyone being friends. I don't know. I think that'd be a natural progression. It would be we split up, then we became friends, and then... We actually took it further than just friends. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's anything's possible, guys. Okay, well, then let me just say this. Okay. I hope whatever it is, I want the best for Max and Cece. That's they deserve the true. best. Okay, they deserve. They are the ultimate. I love Max's personality. Cast. Like, that's a kid I would be, I would actually like. I would hang out with Max. Totally. I, th- I could learn a thing or two from Max, I feel He like. is, oh, I love witty kids. I would love to watch him eat a watermelon. That would cheer me up, I think. I'm Forget hippos. Sh- yeah, I'm pretty sure like, he is a smart kid. I'm sure he would figure out how to just swallow it. <laughs> I, I think he's smart enough not to just swallow a watermelon, actually. Okay, that's, by the way, number one. Let's see. Let's see if if they're together or if they're not. Time will tell. Time, Time always will, tells. Well. The social media will tell. Yeah. Okay, let's let's go to, by the way, number two. And here's a couple that was once a strong couple that split up, okay? Ari and Lavender, Leandro, okay? Mm-hmm. It turns out our boy Lavender, or Leandro, he's a little bit of a rock star. What? A little bit of a rock star. Lavender is a rock star? Get out of here. Okay, not a rock star. I... Maybe I was being a little too generous with that term, but I do like to shine a light on cast members with talents, especially musical talent. Mm-hmm. And Lavender, he's a musician. Okay. He's got some talent. Turns out he's the guitarist in a tango band back in Indiana. Yeah. They're called Tamango, I think. Wait, did you say back in Canada? No, Indiana. Oh, and this makes sense, right? He's He plays tango music. Tango originated in Argentina. Mm-hmm. That's his homeland. So he's in this band. He's the guitar player. They're doing their thing. They play out every once in a while. And they're pretty good. Oh. And I found a clip. Let's hear it. Of Leandro Let's playing some guitar. Okay. Lavender. Lavender. This is just him doing his thing solo out at a little event. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty impressive. Let's do this. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. Lavender. done tango i've never tangoed i have tangoed it's very really intense. well how dare you well i don't know if i told you or you guys and i don't want to kill time with my childhood yeah we gotta we gotta get going gotta, but in track when you're in high school you have to take dancing lessons for the prom when you are in i think it was the third grade of high school that's okay. what we that's how we grade high sure, school junior year yep um so yeah, so we had to practice all kinds of dances and we had a dancing instructor. I had to freaking take six months out of my life to go to these to practices. Tango? No, not just tango, everything. Well, that's pretty cool. Yes. And You're then we ended up- in the language of dance. Then we ended up like picking a dance and we performed at the prom and that was it. It wasn't tango. Yeah. But they did. So you did. just wanted to make this about you. Classic. Oh just, my gosh. Actually, come to think of it, it wasn't. 
Tango's you know what? Tap dance. Maybe but, next uh, time I'll just podcast on my own. It was tap. It was tap dance. But you said dance, and I hadn't told the story about myself in a while. So I thought, why not interject here? I never tap danced, but I always wanted to. Okay. You love. You love to make this about you. Don't I you? don't. I hated <laughs> you saying that. But Smash it like it's hot, like the peas that I bought. The peas that I bought yeah, at a gas station. Stop it! There was nothing hot you. in this episode. It's all about you. Okay, well, okay, okay. Experiment. Tell me one thing that was hot in this episode. Well, we'll get to it. Oh, there was something hot? Oh, yeah. Really? We'll get to it. No, tell me now. No, I don't know. But I because mean, there was nothing hot. There were some hot things. Oh, I watched it twice. There were some hot things. Like what? You were not turned on by Submit rocking that prison mic bandana? Oh, definitely not. No, he, what else? Okay, well, when he took the bandana off and he had that long hair. Even worse, what else? find that hot? I'm not going to go through the whole episode. We'll talk about it. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Let's oh, talk I'm about it. Gonna... Listen. What? No. All I'm saying is that there was nothing hot. The hottest thing that happened to me in the past week was my wasabi <laughs> peas, period. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be about you. That's all I'm saying. The weather, smash it like it's hot in August. Okay. Not about you. Not about me. Something we can all relate to. And I've done it before. Something we can all relate to, okay? Not DC, but I've done it before. And you called me out saying, oh, you're so basic with your <laughs> weather. You said, you said a pumpkin spice latte candle yeah, or something. Yeah, that's so good. Okay. Anyways, not to distract from lavender, okay. but you know check. No, I want to finish my by the way. Yeah, I was just going to say next time I am going to <laughs> tear your by the way apart. Why? Because you just did it to me. What did I tear apart? I just, Everything. Okay. Everything. Guys, check out Lavender's band, Tamango, on Instagram at Tamango underscore Tango. <laughs> you, you watch out. Or you look watch them up out. on Facebook. Okay. Let's talk about the episode. Let's talk mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. let's talk about the reason mm-hmm, we are mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sunday mm-hmm, night, mm-hmm, 90 Day Fiance, the other way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay, let's let's start with God's gift to this season. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Steven and Alina. Oh yeah. The absolute funkiest of the funky bunch. They are in Antalya. Steven can't believe he lives there. He's ecstatic that he gets to live in Antalya. Cannot believe it. I would say it's unbelievable because it's not true. You don't live there, Steven. It's an extended vacation. You're on an extended vacation. You're at uh, an extended stay. It's almost like when, let's say, foreigners from elsewhere move into the U.S. for the 90 days because Mm -hmm. they're engaged, but it doesn't work and they have to go back. That's true. But when you move here... On a K-1, you're planning on staying there. Yes. You do live there and you hope to continue to live there. They're on vacation. They're on a long vacation. They don't live there. They are on a loophole-cation. They're a loophole-cation. And it's the only hole that Stephen is hoping to get involved with is the loophole. I feel like he's hoping to get into many other holes, but he he cannot. He wants to get it. That's That's the problem is... He's involved in one hole and he says, that's the only hole I should be in. But he doesn't (laughs) trust himself. He doesn't trust himself. He thinks he's going to find himself in other holes if he's not careful. Which is crazy. Like, dude, like, I feel like everyone can, what's the word? Control Um, themselves? Yeah. Act like an adult? Yeah. Not Steven. Well, so far, so good. He's made it one night. We should get it. We should get Woo! one of those. We should get one of those signs. Let's hear it for Stephen. Let's hear it for Stephen for keeping in his pants for at least <laughs> one night. So we're told. But we should get one of those signs that you hang up in your warehouse 
That's like zero days since our last accident, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like so far, it's like one day since since sex. I mean, I guess it's been more, but he's he's stayed abstinent mm-hmm. for at least one day so far. Yeah. He's happy about this. Aline is happy about this, that they're staying together under one roof. Mm-hmm. But he's nervous about it. You know how when you want to stop smoking, some people can just do it. Mm-hmm. Like me, or some people need some help, so you get the nicotine patches, the gums, right? Okay, are you gonna start selling dick tape again? Oh my god, how do you know I'm going there? Because <laughs> you've been trying to sell it to me for guys off the podcast, she's still trying to sell it too. <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know why, but because I, get it. I feel like it's a pretty good idea for all these troubled men that they cannot keep it in their pants. They can tape it in their pants. Okay. Right? <laughs> no. That can be the tagline. No. Okay. If you can't keep it, you tape it. Okay. We're going to move on. Okay. Okay. So today's the day they're going to go meet with an immigration attorney. They need to figure out their next steps. And they can't just grab a taxi. Call an Uber. Gotta save money. They're trying to save money, right? Mm -hmm. That's smart. Bonus points for that. Mm -hmm. But how they're trying to save money, not smart. I'm going to say not smart. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. We've all watched the show. We all know Stephen hitchhikes. Stephen's out of control. Out of control. Apparently, I will say hitchhiking is very common in Turkey. Mm -hmm. I read it's very common in Turkey. For a country that hitchhiking is very common in, Nobody stops to pick them up. It's not until Stephen throws his body in front of a moving vehicle that someone stops to pick them up. Kind of true, yeah. Right? I feel like the the car was like pulling over, but he was making sure he's not going to take off. Uh, Yeah. And here is the most mind-blowing thing of it all, is that Olina actually goes along with it. She actually gets in the car. I feel like she just... Gave up. She's like, okay, Steven says he's done it before. I'll just roll with it. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you really think it was a random person he stopped? Or do you think Steven wanted to do it, but production was like, dude, don't do it. Like, this is going to be crazy. Like, who knows what's going to happen. If that's something you would want to do, we can make it happen. Like, one of us is going to drive. Okay. What do you think? I think it was production. Okay. But for a very different reason. Well, I think it was production because we saw the guy pull up. He was by himself. He was wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, protection. Yeah, from I don't want a mask shame here. Protection but from you, everyone. You're driving and by no yourself one. wearing a mask. I assume you knew you were going to pick people up. So that's why I think it's production. Now, you say, Stephen, throughout the idea of hitchhiking yeah. and production said, no, mm-hmm. we cannot risk it. Yeah. That's Let's really what say. I think. I disagree because I think 90 day fiance and the producers are savages and they would say, if you get kidnapped, the ratings are going to go through the roof. <laughs> okay. We can only cross our fingers and hope you get kidnapped. So that's why I think production wasn't in on it. I think, Maybe Steven was trying to do it, couldn't get a ride. Mm. And finally they were like, all right, we'll pick you up. Because then the production van has to follow yes. the hitchhiking vehicle yes. and film them. So well, it's like production was there the whole time. Well, that's my thing. If they have to follow them, they can follow them right away. If they jump in a random car, the production has to go back to the production van, 
right? They eventually would well, have to catch up with they were standing there on the sidewalk filming. That's what I'm saying. Filming them try to thumb a ride. That's what I'm saying. So if Steven got into a random car, they would take off immediately. Right. I don't think the production van was parked on this highway. Yeah. Right? So they would have to go somewhere, find a, find a car, go and try to follow them. Yes. They yes. knew where he's it trying to go. It was planned. Yes, but I feel like... Coordinated, I should say. I don't know if it was planned. It was coordinated. Okay. Sounds good. So that happened. I mean, the biggest surprise is not that he got a ride or if it was production or whatnot. The biggest surprise would be if it was truly hitchhiking that Alina got in the car. Miss Alina, Miss Scared to Get Kidnapped, (laughs) right? She gets in the car. That is a little far-fetched to She's me. She's trusting her man. No, that's why. She's trusting her man. That's probably the biggest <laughs> tell that it was production. She's probably like, okay, he gave up the hostel and I'm going to give him my safety, maybe my life for him. Right, right. That's it. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Mm-hmm. So they do. They hitchhike and they get to this lawyer's sweet office. Before we move on, let's not forget about one thing that really blew my mind. And it's Steven's language capabilities. Okay. I mean, we've touched upon this in the past, but it's worth Well, yeah, but now we again. saw him literally just like when he pulled, you know, stopped the driver, whoever yeah. that was, he was literally asking him in the native language, aka Turkish. He was trying. Yeah. He was trying. Yeah, but he wasn't, was, didn't have like a phone or anything. He just memorized those shit. Yeah. Ask him, hey, I want to go that direction. And he understood or kind of understood what the guy was saying back and it's good for someone who just picked up the language i think he definitely has a natural ability with language yeah it's probably his only redeeming quality if we're gonna be honest here Hmm. i guess i mean he's a good bug spray seller a good what a bug spray seller bug spray seller yeah, no, he's, he's the salesperson. He's the Terminator of exterminators, as we <laughs> as we discussed. But I would say, yeah, his his language abilities are pretty impressive. Yes, so For I just sure. wanted to mention it because For I was like, wow, shun. like it's not like oh he flexed once or twice. Like, he is doing it. He's into it. Yeah, you can see he's actually interested in learning other yes. languages. Okay, so they get to this lawyer's sweet office for someone who's good with language. Then he goes and says, like, oh, this office is sweet. It's like, you know so many languages, and that's the word you choose to describe this office. I just feel like he's just weird. I think he's just weird. Yeah, but sweet's not weird. Sweet is antiquated. Sweet is a word that was cool 10 years ago. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, let's, I use words that were cool 20 years ago. That's very true. Let's not even go there. You might probably hear it throughout the podcast, guys. But I was going to say, we've been to a lawyer's office. Actually, we've been to an immigration lawyer's office, right? Yes. The last thing I was going to think about is his office. (laughs) That's a good point. So the fact that he entered and he was like, oh, sweet office. It's like, you're just weird. He's just trying to make small talk. Yes. But yeah, come on. Sweet office. Come on. (laughs) Sweet. Okay. So here's where it gets real. Because the lawyer explains everything they need to do. And it's a lot. It is a lot. They first need to get documents from their respective countries to prove that they're single. Mm-hmm. Good thing is, Alina can get her docs in Natalia. Steven has to go to Ankara. Yes, which is he has the to fly. He, the lawyer said he, you need to fly. So I didn't check, but I guess it's not 
drivable or not hitchhikable. Not hitchhikable, yes. Right. Yeah, this lawyer knows how Stephen rolls. But <laughs> that's just the start. Because then the lawyer's like, so after after that, you gotta go to the Turkish Minister of Foreign Affairs for the official seal. Then after that, you'll apply to marriage department in Talia. From there, you go to the Russian consulate. You'll meet a guy named Igor. Don't look directly into his eyes, okay? <laughs> you, you'll tell Igor your best joke. If he laughs, you'll get your visa. If he doesn't laugh, let's just hope he laughs, okay? And then you'll be good. And somewhere in the middle of everything you said, you have to get married. Oh, yes. Because you and missed you, that little uh, thing. Yeah, Igor can actually <laughs> perform the marriage if all goes well. But the the list of things they have to do, crazy. It's a lot. I have to say it's a lot, but it it's always a lot. Every time it comes to the immigration, it's a lot. But I'm going to say this. It's always a lot on the paper, but once you get into it, you can get it done. That's still a lot. The only thing I'm going to say is that Stephen and Alina should have researched this prior. I mean, now we just sound like broken records, though, because... We say that with every couple. No couple does any research. It's not. I honestly, I had a lot of faith in Alina. So I'm kind of disappointed because she seemed like someone who does all the research. Maybe. Like, honestly, if if Steven did research all of this, right, he would either get the paper from America and bring it with him. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he would fly into Ankara instead of Istanbul. He would... Spend two days there. Right. He would get the freaking paper and then I'd go and meet Alina. So a little preparedness, preparing, mm -hmm. goes a long way. Just saying. Just saying, guys. Okay. So we learn it's a lot. The only thing I feel like they hear is that the lawyer recommends they start the process ASAP. Oh, yeah. That's that's the one thing they really take away is, mm -hmm. oh, we got to get started today. And surprisingly, Stephen is hesitant to get married. Which I was thinking that that's, that's kind of BS because he's been saying this whole time. I'm going to Turkey. We're going to get married. I'm going to move to Russia, right? Mm -hmm. That's the plan. If that's the plan in your head, what, what difference makes it if you get married now or in two months? Literally not, not. I was very surprised. Right? Okay. The only reason I can understand that Stephen would be hesitant to start this process today is that he still has that secret he hasn't shared. Ooh. So you, you mm, can see that's why, a, that's a you can see why he's that's a little a nervous. Well, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Alina. I still have something I need mm. to share with you, which is something he needs to share with her. Or maybe the idea of like one giant forever just scares him. Well, okay. So I've heard, now I've heard mixed, mixed. Opinions? It's not even an opinion. It's, I don't know, mixed beliefs, I guess. Because okay. I've heard that polygamy is a thing in the Mormon church. And mm -hmm. then last night on our Sunday Night Live, one of our friends said, no, LDS, the Latter-day Saints have, have shunned it in recent years. And so I did some research and I found that yes, 20, 30 years ago, the church did kind of turn away from supporting polygamy mm -hmm. outright, but it never said it's illegal or yeah. it's against the law. I mean, so, people still do it. 
Right. A lot of people still do it. There is a show about it on TLC. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's scared one vagina forever or not because of, I think he could, speaking of loopholes, find a loophole mm-hmm. and make it happen if he wants to. I just think he's nervous because he hasn't told her the entire truth. Yes. Or or it can simply be, you know, people usually take time to get to know each other before yes. they get married. They don't know each other. At all. At all. And so maybe it's sinking in with him thinking, oh, my gosh, I've only seen this person once again in person. Um, I'm going to marry her forever. Is this the right move? Right. Maybe it's hitting him hard. Well, that's why I'm surprised that she is ready for it because she's so young. That's true. Right. She has not lived a lot I don't know. Maybe she's lived more than Stephen has. Well, she's young. She's very young. We know Stephen's gotten busy. We don't know (laughs) what her past is like, but she's so young and she's so ready for this. Right? Stephen, they're in the cab and Stephen's like, hearing what the lawyer said made it it very real. Made it real. Doesn't, Doesn't it feel real now, Alina? And she does she does feel like it's real but she thinks she has this backwards idea that well marriage marriage is what needs to happen so that steven can prove how serious mm-hmm. he's taking this relationship but basically steven is not on the same level as she is no and, and yeah well i just think marriage will prove that he's serious that's such a backwards idea. Oh, yeah. Like marriage is the last step. Once you've proven that you're serious, once you've proven you're committed, once you've proven you can share a room without sexually assaulting her, mm-hmm. once you can prove that, then get married, right? That's marriage, a good point. Marriage should not prove the seriousness. You should prove that you're serious and then get married. I'm totally with you. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people think that marriage will fix things. But nothing's wrong, necessarily, unless no. you consider calling sex well, goodly poop and listen, swimming with your clothes on Nothing's wrong. wrong because they have not spent any time together. Right. It is nothing that can really go wrong if you spend one week together. And that's why I'm actually surprised Stephen is pumping the brakes because I don't think time is on his side. I think the more time he spends with Alina the more she's going to see how weird he actually is and start having second thoughts. Well, I, I honestly think that Alina likes the weirdness and she said it before. <sighs> I I generally think he's just afraid or maybe, as you said, he needs to come clean. And I'm very curious to see when, if he comes clean, if she still is going to be thinking like, okay, like we still have to get married. Like I want to. Yeah. Or she's going to be like, wait a minute, you're preaching A, but you're doing B. That's not cool. Let's just, let's be honest here. They've known each other for days in the grand, scheme, in the grand scheme of things, right? There's no way you could be ready to marry someone after days. Absolutely not. I don't not. care how long you've talked online. No, doesn't count. How many count. video chats doesn't you've count. had. I'm talking face-to-face, in mm-hmm. person, sharing mm-hmm. a room They've known each other for days. Yeah. So Steven actually is the mature one here. I think in the smart one here saying, nah, it's, it's too soon. It's too fast. True. She is, she's showing her age maybe a little bit 
and her immaturity a little bit by saying, I'm all in. I'm ready to go. You've known this dude for days and you're ready True, to marry him. But I kind of disagree. You know why I disagree? Because they've planned this. That was the idea. They've planned that they're going to go to Turkey. They have 90 days. They're going to get married. They're going to see the immigration lawyer first to get his advice. His advice is get married as soon as possible because it's going to take a while. If you run out of your visa status, it means Alina has to go to Russia, but Steven has to go back to the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. So I understand her point of view because she's like, okay, this is something we planned. This is what lawyer suggests. I'm mentally ready for it because we've talked about it online yeah. for so long. Let's do it. I honestly don't think they thought they were going to have to get married their first week in Turkey, though. No. I think they thought, oh, we'll probably have two months together and yes. then we can start the process. And again, it all comes back. It's like a little freaking circle. It all comes back to the freaking research. Yep. Guys, just research before you do anything crazy. Google is everyone's best friend. Literally. Just make your research before you commit to something. Because if they did their research, this is what they will find out, right? And then you can either adjust accordingly or you can wrap your mind around and be like, you know what? Like, I can do it. I stand corrected. Google is not everyone's best friend. Alina's best friend is Masha. And we have to mention oh, that's right. Masha. Alina is still well if we're waiting for Masha to really like get yes. under Steven's skin. Yes. Alina makes, makes a point to say she still needs Masha to mm -hmm. reach out and test Steven's faithfulness. And it's funny because she thinks this is the worst thing that can possibly happen. Not knowing that Steven already tasted some other Masha's. Uh -oh. Before Alina. Some other matches. All, watermelon. You went all the way. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just ends. With the watermelon. With the watermelon, which I don't understand. She's upset. And he's like, do you want me to go to the store and buy you a watermelon? Why not? This is great. I would appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I need I need to know more. I need to know why. Right? What maybe, is the significance of this? Maybe she wants that I love watermelons. Or maybe he loves watermelons. Maybe oh, they've seen the selfish. hippo videos. Maybe. And they want to recreate it. I'm just saying I have a lot of questions. I'd like yes. some answers. I will, honestly, every time we watch 90, after every single episode. So many questions. I have a lot of questions. So many questions. So, just not add surprising. Add it to the list of questions. Literally. Okay. That's Stephen and, and Alina. Alina. Weird as ever. All right, we are about to insert sadness, the segment, for this whole segment. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know how to do this segment. I don't know how to approach this segment. Because honestly, let's just call it. It's Alien Victor. It's Alien Victor, and I feel like the whole thing was disaster porn. I feel like... Disaster porn? Yeah. I can't believe you said that. Well, it's a real term. Is it? Yeah. Disaster porn? Yeah, it's what all the, the is news it, stations... Is it, is it like food porn? No. I don't even... Wait, foot or food? Food. like. What's food porn? Like when you take a photo of your food and you post it on Instagram, you do hashtag food porn. No, disaster <laughs> Disaster porn is what CNN and Fox News and MSNBC, all the news outlets... Run disaster porn. Which porn is like P-O-R-N, yes. like the sexy things, but without but not the sex. Sexy, but not sexy. Okay. But for news channels, it is sexy because when there's disaster, when there's a hurricane and they run a weak coverage 
or a week's long coverage leading up to it to just get people glued to the TV, they show this disaster, right? It's so interesting you said it. I can totally see that. Well, it's a real term. It's a real term in media. And that's what no it No hashtag? There's probably a hashtag. There's a hashtag for everything. But this is a real thing. And I think TLC was doing it in their own way, using this devastation to get views. Mm. Because this Ellie and Victor segment, this episode, could have been one. It could have been one clip. True. Right? Ari and Babies, I'm pretty sure it was one yeah. scene. This could have been the same thing, but I think they had at least two or three yeah. scenes, and it was all the same. Sadness the segment. So here's my question. Did Ellie really want to go to Providencia when this all happened, when the hurricane mm-hmm. hit? Was she like, no, I'm still going. I'm in. Or was TLC like, hey, we're contracted to film. We were planning on following you. We're contracted mm-hmm. to film because Ellie's not doing any good by being there in San Andreas well, or Providence. That's not true. She's just another body drinking water, eating food, staying in hotel rooms that the citizens could be utilizing. Well, who's going to pay for it? The citizens. The you, citizens could, there's, you, you think the citizens of Providencia who lost everything? We'll have money to go to San Andres to see the hotel rooms. Oh, I don't know. But there's people who could put them up. There's fundraisers. There's- no, what I'm going to say is like, I feel like you are wrong, but it's just my personal opinion. What am I wrong about? I genuinely think that, okay, she was supposed to move to Providencia. I don't think she's moving anywhere. I think she packed her stuff and said, you know what? My fiance is missing. Mm-hmm. Let me go to this island. Let me try to get to Providencia from San Andres, see if I can help him, see if I can even find him, help his family, right? So she went and she's there for the moral support. And I feel like a moral support when you are there in person, she bought some clothes, she's trying to help, that's big. I think that's romantic of you. I think that's a romantic I think it's, view it's big. I think, it. I think it's big instead of her being standing in Washington being like, hey, babe, so I hope you're alive and let me know if you need something. I don't even know where to ship stuff. She actually went. She actually went there. She bought some clothes. She went to the island with him. They checked on the house. Yeah. And most importantly, she's there for him, for his family. And if it comes down to it, sometimes a simple thing like a hug mm. can do a lot. I might be it's a little romantic, it's but but no, it's true. I I it's true. want to think that way. I do. I want to think that way. I just I was watching how how much devastation TLC was showing and how much they were focusing on it, and really Ellie just standing there taking cell phone video and photos and just thinking, okay, is she helping or hurting or? And then TLC flashed that end card at the end of the episode. It was like, if you want to donate the yeah. help. I think she was there to help as much as he could. Again, she bought some stuff. They brought it to Victor's family, right? Mm-hmm. The house is her house too. She paid for it. They went to see the damage. Yeah. Like, Fortunately, it was... Yeah. Minimum. It was standing. Yeah. yeah. The house was standing. No one else's yeah. house really in that But again, area most was. importantly... I think it's the moral support and that that counts for a lot. Okay. I see see your side. Right? Uh, Again, she didn't move there. She's going to go back to Washington either with Victor or without Victor. Mm -hmm. 
So that's at least smart on her end. And she was also saying, I don't know what's going to happen now. Like, this is not what we planned. We have a lot to talk about besides the hurricane and, you know, all the cheating and stuff. Now, this island is not, like, livable. You cannot live here right now. There is no electricity. Everything is destroyed. Unfortunately, some people are living there. And that's my point. Because they have no way out. I know. But that's my point is she flew in there. She's staying on San Andreas. She's staying in a hotel. She's got electricity, everything she needs. She goes, they have to take a four-hour boat ride to the island. They can get four hours on there. They have to get on a boat for another four hours back. Because there is no way to stay at the island. But there's still a lot of people living on that island. Who, okay. Victor's so what do you want her to do? On that island. To pay for everyone? Maybe no, 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 she no. doesn't have the money. No, I, I do hope that fundraisers and yeah. organizations could evacuate people off the island and put them into the hotel room that Ellie is staying Listen, in. this is Sana's segment all the way, but I'm going to say this, and you and I talked about it, actually. Mm-hmm. When something happens in the U.S., right, like the hurricane that just hit Louisiana, yes. right? It's so bad. It's so sad. It destroys things, but the U.S. has way more resources than a tiny island off the coast of Colombia. And it's not even that. We were saying when there's a storm in Texas or a storm in Louisiana, you can drive supplies down. You can drive utility workers down from the north, from the east, from the west. Yeah, everything has to come by boat to Providencia, which makes it that much more challenging and and that much more expensive. And again, once again, I don't think it's a rich state. I don't think it's a rich island. I think a lot of those people who lost everything literally lost everything. I don't think they have savings in their bank accounts. They can be like, you know what, like, let me go somewhere else until this is fixed. We don't know. We don't know. But I did some research. It's not a fancy island. No. Right? So a lot of these people probably don't have the finances to go somewhere else. They are staying at the island trying to fix everything, right? No, I know. But I don't, and I don't mean to make this about me or say America Mm -hmm. and Providence are the same. My apartment burned down in Boston. Yes. The Red Cross came in, paid for me and my roommates to go live in a hotel for two weeks. Well, that's America, first of all. It is. But my point was we weren't asked to foot the bill. There was an organization that Mm -hmm. stepped up and took us in and offered us clothing and said, here, you can stay in this hotel for as long as you need. And that's what I hope happens in other countries. And of course, every everywhere is different, but there are organizations that will step up and put people who need it into shelters, hotels, wherever. That's true. And that was my only thought is, well, here's Ellie taking up a bed because... I still don't see it this way. And this is, I'm going to... I want to see it your way. And I'm sure we're going to get a lot of messages well, yes. of everyone taking yes. your side on... I just always play devil's advocate. No, that, and it's fine. I mean, she didn't even bring her spices with her. So what good can she really do? Oh, like a pizza oven, am I what right? What good can she really do? She brought a, bought a couple of t-shirts at a gift shop. Listen, the only reason why I said, you know, even a hug goes a long way is because I fortunately have never been part of anything like this. But there was a big tornado in my homeland two months back. A lot of my friends lost everything, right? Yeah. Some of them were unfortunate enough. They didn't have any savings. They didn't have insurance. Some of them literally almost ended up on the street. A lot of people donated money. I donated money. 
they're just working it out. Some are staying at like little motels, like they're still working on things. But from what I saw on social media, you could see how a little things like someone made schnitzels for mm-hmm. the volunteers or someone just was walking around giving people hugs yeah. because people are crying. I realized that, you know, even like someone else going to these affected areas, just being there trying to do a small thing is helpful. And that's why I said about Ellie, just her being there, I think it's helping. I hope so. All I'm going to say is this segment. It's so sad. Was so sad. <laughs> was so heartbreaking. I completely forgot about Victor banging other women and having a DV charge. Very true. That's the reality of the situation. And so that's, I guess, at the same time, I have that in my mind. And I go, come on, how how much love is there between this couple? I think there is a lot of love. It seems like it. But as Ellie said, and I like that she's being realistic, she said, this is horrible. Like, we don't know what we're going to do. But besides this whole you know, terrible hurricane that happened, we still have a lot of personal issues we need to address. Yes. Right? She's not living her dream. Like, oh my gosh, like once we fix everything up, we're going to be happy. We'll live happily ever after. Maybe they will, but she is aware of all the issues they have to work on first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I like this little reality in this unfortunate situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's one more hardship that they're Mm going to have to work through. And And you know what? I was just going to say one last thought. Sometimes, and it's sad, but disasters like this can bring people together. Well, you stole my last thought. Okay. Really? Yes. From both of us, <laughs> that is our last thought. All right. Let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on from the sadness this time because I kind of cried when I was talking about Czech. Yeah, I know. I saw you got a little. Yeah, all right. Because we, we, we it's, it's emotional. It's, and it's sad. I, honestly, I didn't even experience it myself. My family luckily didn't. I'm going to knock it right now. But it affected so many people I know that it makes me emotional. So I can I can see what Ellie's doing. Okay. All right. I mean, I thought, I thought the story was more about Victor. But okay, if you see what Ellie's doing. I'm Victor's head of rocks. Victor what? Victor's hair rocks. Hair is very, yeah, it was not damaged by the storm. No, hair not still at all. Great. I love it. I love the little bun, mm-hmm. the big bun. Yeah. It's um, all good. All good. It's all good. All right. Let's talk about Jenny. Something something old. Something old. Something. And something new because sweet. someone's pregnant. So let's get down to business. Okay. All right. Well, it starts off they're at a market. Jenny loves those markets. They probably sell caramels because old people love caramels and that's why she loves that's so true they all love werther's originals those old people and while they may sell caramel at the market they definitely sell beads oh hi krishna jenny wants her own chanting beads she's like i don't want to become a harry krishna devotee or anything but i did like chanting something to keep me busy while Summit is hanging out with his family and I'm left alone, I can chant. Okay, so I have a thought about it. Are you ready? Sure. I think she will never chant at home, but mm. I feel like she would if she goes to the temple. I think she'll chant once at home. It's the same thing as with the gym, right? When you go to the gym, you are at the gym. So you do work out because you are at the gym. There's nothing else to do. 
when it comes to, oh, I'm going to work out at home. Many times you find so many excuses because you're at home and there are other things you can do, right? The temple is like a gym. If you go there, hmm. you're going to chant because that's, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm here. It's spiritual. I'm going to relax. I'm going to chant with all these other people who chant. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm at the gym. I'm going to work out with all these people who work out. I think she's going to chant once. I think, May, okay, I maybe think it's different. once. Maybe I don't think once. Chanting, I don't think chanting is uh, the same as working out, I think. I think it is. I think it's actually, well. You know why? Because it's mental. That's very true. That's very true. But I think these beads to her are more of a toy. So I think this is a new toy that she's going to bring home. She's going to play with it once. Maybe and then she she's like, going to throw it somewhere in the or corner. Or she's going to put it on when they go out for a date night. She might wear it. Or maybe it'll find its way into the bedroom. Because people do enjoy beads in the bedroom. Oh, my gosh. You're talking you about anal beads? I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, you said that. I did. I said chanting. Okay, they can, ch- they can anal chant. Ch- yes. The, yes. <laughs> they, may, they may help her find God one way or mm-hmm. another. I like that. I Who mean, knows? I don't, but okay, okay, okay. All right, so Jenny gets her beads. She's happy. But then things take a turn. Because she starts talking about Samit's parents and how they still hate her. Yeah, she wishes they get along because she has no one in India and she feels alone when Samit goes and hangs out with them, which I understand. I do understand, but I don't. I do understand it from a standpoint that if your family didn't like me, I would be really sad. I would feel rejected. I would feel alone, right? So I kind of understand that, but at the same time, there is this huge thing that the age difference and the lying and someone being married and they have so many issues in the relationship plus the parents don't agree that it's definitely more difficult than just, oh, I don't like you. Well, do we really think Samit is off at all these family functions or do we think he's got a side chick? Ah, we talked about it on the... That's my question. Because on our life. Last time Samit was disappearing, he had a wife he was tending to. But he didn't want to be with. But he was still disappearing True. and going to be with another woman. I honestly don't think he is disappearing to be with another How woman. How many family functions do you think this family has? Well, maybe, maybe Jenny's cooking sucks, so he just goes home and eats his mom's cuisine. Okay, well, that that's likely. So maybe his side chick is his mom. That's like I feel like everything Jenny cooks is very bland. Everything is a little, could use a little salt. Could use a little of Ellie's spices, probably. Mm-hmm. She's, don't you think she's like, she's a little bland? I don't know. I don't know. Like, okay, I see Jenny as, as grandma. I hate yeah, to say of course. it, right? My grandma is... A master when it comes to typical Czech cuisine, right? Mm -hmm. She cannot cook anything else, but literally like the typical Czech cuisine that my parents cannot cook. She's the boss. What does Jenny cook for Summit? Does she... Casseroles. Well, maybe she's trying to do Indian cuisine. It's not good. So Summit just pretends and then he goes home to mom. Well, while they're talking about this and all the time he has to spend with his family, he brings up, hey, by the way... I do have another family function I have to go to. Shree, my sister-in-law, is pregnant. And as if Shree wasn't the favorite before, now she's going to be giving Samit's parents their first grandchild. I like died laughing when Samit goes like, 
So Shari is Shari is pregnant. So we're gonna go and celebrate. But you cannot be you cannot be part of it. You can you cannot come. You can't come. Like Very he's blunt. just he's like Michael so honest, but he lies a lot. Mm. But when he is honest, it's like, like Michael who. Uh, Michael. Oh, <laughs> yes, I got to beat you. Yeah, like he lies a lot, but when he is honest, it's almost like hurtful. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he definitely he definitely is not doing anything to calm Jenny's fears about not at their all. situation as a couple. He's full of lies, full of deceit, and that's what I'm saying. Who even knows? Okay. If it's family functions, he's running off to. So now the question is, and that's what I was thinking, right? Yeah. Now when Shuri is pregnant, Summit is in his 30s. I'm pretty sure he does want to have kids eventually. Does or does not? I feel like he does. I feel like everyone does at some point. No. They might change their, they might change their mind. I don't think everyone wants to have kids. No, no, not everyone. Not everyone. But everyone's playing with, around with the idea in their heads. Even if you don't or you do want to have kids, it will always cross your mind, right? For Summit, it's going to be no immediately because of Jenny's age, right? So for him, it's not even like, oh, I might want to have kids, but if it's not going to work out, I'm fine not having kids. Or, oh, I'm not ready. I don't want to have kids. For him, it's, I cannot have kids if I stay with Jenny, right? right? Is this like getting to him? I don't know. Because normally, young couple, you can sit wants- down, you can decide, you can talk about it. You do want to have kids, you don't want to have kids. It's up to you and up to the nature, I guess. But for Summit, that is just one answer to this question. I don't, we have not seen anything that makes us believe he wants kids. No, but, and this is, this is real actually, when someone close to you, like your family member, starts having kids... Mm. You start questioning, not you get squ- even questioning. Fever. You start thinking like, okay, do I want to have kids? Do I not want to have kids? When do I want to have kids? Or am I going to be okay without kids, right? Right. And again, Summit does not have a choice if he wants to stay with Jenny because she cannot have kids. She can. And Summit's parents make the statement, oh, Cherie is pregnant, giving us our first grandchild, mm-hmm. but Summit should have been. Mm-hmm. Should have been the child to give us our first grandkids. Summit, if he stays with Jenny, he's not going to give them any grandchildren. No. His parents have, yeah, his parents have grandbaby fever. They they should have grandma fever. If they had grandma fever, they would like Jenny. They want a grandbaby. (laughs) They don't want a grandma. Wait, is Jenny older than Summit's mom? I think she is. I think so. Very similar. Yeah, very similar, if not older. Yeah, I feel that must be a little painful, especially when it comes to, hey, he's in the age of he might want to have kids. And now he's dating this grandma that's older than me. Yeah, I'm surprised it's never really come up until now. And even now it hasn't come up in the sense of they never talked you need about kids. to have kids, Summit. No, it's, oh, Don't, yeah, they Cherie's never talked about kids, it. But Summit should be having kids. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they really... And you know like how like I'm gonna sidetrack to another show we cover, Darcy and Stacy. How Stacy is so concerned about her having a kid with Florian because she's in her forties. Florian is in his twenties. He might want to end up having kids eventually. Let's do it now when she can. She cannot. Right. But still, so she's thinking about it. Summit and Jenny they never thought about it on TV. 
I don't remember a conversation when somebody would be like, oh, Jenny, like, okay, what about kids? I cannot give you kids. How do you a, feel like it? I think it's a non-conversation. You like, think it's just like Jenny because 63. she's old? Yeah. She's 63. What's the conversation? That's true. Do you want to adopt? I think that's the only conversation Not even that. It have. would be a grandkid. What do you mean? Like if they cannot adopt a kid, like she would still be a, seen as a grandma because at 60 something, you don't want to have a baby. No one wants to have a baby. She definitely does not. No. No one. No. Okay. So Samit's going to go. He's going to go celebrate Sheree's baby. Jenny's mm-hmm. not invited, but he says he's going to fight for Jenny's right to party. Oh, at least that's what he says. That's what he says. So new day. Samit's family is getting together at the temple. Those fancy head bandanas. Okay. A little outfits the segment then. If you want to talk about the Michael Scott, the prison mic. The prison mic, orange bandanas. Okay. Did you see Amit's hoodie? He was wearing yes. a hoodie, a it sweatshirt. Says, it, it says like. It Im- said inspire. Inspire, yeah. It was a periodic table yeah. of elements that said inspire. I wonder what he does for a living. He seems like someone who would do like something with chemistry. Which makes sense. Yeah. But what doesn't make sense is why are you wearing a hoodie to temple? You're going to celebrate your child. You're going to temple, a religious ceremony, and you're wearing a hoodie. I think I think it's okay. I no, mean, no, it's. I am here to tell you it is not okay. Okay. I, I am not a part of that temple or that religion, but I'm here to tell you it is not okay. Listen, as long as he wore the bandana. Well, here's here's why I know it's not okay. Okay. Look at how everyone else was dressed around you, unless the hoodie is something that the new father wears. Mm. Right. Your dad was wearing a blazer. Mm-hmm. Submit came in wearing a button down. Mm-hmm. You're wearing a hoodie. Well, Amit, I'm going to say I feel like they were just wearing whatever they would wear on a regular basis. Summit does wear button downs. Okay. His dad does wear suits or blazers. So maybe it's just, okay, well, I'm going to wear whatever I want. I was more surprised he wasn't wearing one of the traditional outfits. Like, right. Wasn't Shri wearing one? I yeah. think she was, yeah. Yeah. Everyone was getting down. Yeah. Everyone but was listen, dressed But listen, they had the, the bandanas. That's, I feel like that's, that's good all. enough. Men's fashion starts at the I'm head. I'm more curious that the bandana had something written on it and like a little mm, logo, I right? Yeah, I couldn't make was that out. Was that made specifically for this baby party like you know people may like oh a bridal shower right. like Teresa's bridal shower and then right. all the girls would have the same shirt it didn't happen but same idea a like custom ink bandana yes, yes because no one else had those people did have bandanas you know what else no one had a hoodie on That's no one else was okay. wearing a hoodie <laughs> I'm just curious guys if any of you speak Hindi or knows more about uh, Indian culture than we do Please let us know because I'm very curious about why only they were wearing those orange bandanas with that one logo. And if any of you know why Amit was wearing a hoodie, <laughs> you can also let us know. True. Please let us know. Please let us know. So many questions. Okay. Back at the apartment, Samit hasn't left just yet. He's trying to play the party down mm-hmm. to Jenny. He doesn't want her to feel left out, like she's missing out on this. So he's like... Yeah, it's we're all we're going to the temple. It's okay. No one's gonna be there. Just like a little get together. It's not even open bar. We don't have open bar. <laughs> You're not missing out. The DJ sucks. He doesn't even take requests. Okay, just stay here. Play with your beads. I'll be back. I'll be back before dark. <laughs> so he leaves. He hops on a rickshaw by himself. Gets to the temple. Rolls up. Walks in. Little awkward. 
little quiet. Everyone's everyone's a little anxious mm-hmm. about what's going on until Cherie goes to touch Samit's feet. It's a little comic relief because Samit's like, oh, stop. Everyone. It's like, every- you don't have to touch my feet. You don't have to touch my feet. I almost felt like, okay, so it was funny because we all laughed, they laughed, but is it actually considered rude? Because that's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to touch her elders' feet. Yeah, I know she's pregnant, but I don't. I think I think it's on a case. I thought by it was interesting. Basis. I think it was interesting. Sometimes cultures and religions can be interesting. Oh, it's all interesting. Mm-hmm. It's all interesting. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that kind of broke the tension. Everyone laughed, and it was seemingly going well until until Samit actually stuck to his word. He actually did what he promised, mm-hmm. and he brought up Jenny. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Or not even correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how well, I felt. I'll correct you if you're wrong. Oh, I know you will. This is how I felt about the situation, right? This whole situation of Summit coming to this pregnancy party, trying to bring a different agenda, feels like Ooh. going to someone else's wedding and proposing. Hmm. Right? Like stealing the show. It. A little bit like that. Right? A little bit about you know, making like, it about yourself. Obviously not the same thing, but just the idea of like, you're going to celebrate A, but are you going to turn all the attention to B? It's a little bit, it's a little different. It's just as rude because you know it's not going to end well. Yes. So it's just as rude, but it's different in the sense that he was going to celebrate Cherie and the baby. And he was saying, I really wish Jenny could be here and celebrate with her she True. would love to celebrate he did say like, first of all i'm here for sherry and the baby and you guys second of all i'm here to tell you that i'm engaged to jenny and she should be part of all our celebrations yeah. which pissed everyone off well at first i thought i thought mama submit was just pulling a steven and i thought she had to go pass some gas and that's why she stood up <laughs> and walked away <laughs> but then submit's dad stood up mm-hmm. And walked away as well. Everyone walked away on Summit. Yeah. And it it did not go. No. As Summit had hoped. But I feel like it went as Summit had expected. A little bit how. A little bit how it was expected. I kind of maybe just realized why nobody wants Jenny involved. Why? They would all have to touch her feet because she's the oldest. (laughs) And nobody wants to touch those feet. That's an interesting point. I can see. I don't want to touch anyone's feet. I don't want to touch it. And especially not Jenny's. Especially not Jenny's. And so they're just kind of like, Samit, find a younger woman so we don't have to touch her feet. Yeah. Probably. But then there was an interesting moment that Samit's brother. Oh, when he went full Darcy? When did he go full Darcy? He was like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't want the negative energy. The negative energy. (laughs) A lot of negative energy around the baby. (laughs) Full Darcy. (laughs) Full I'm trying to manifest. I'm trying to manifest a positive pregnancy. <laughs> You're bringing down my pregnancy. Okay. It's love. And he really was. It's love. No. Yeah, but admit in that hoodie going full Darcy. Oh, I love the connection. Probably House of Eleven. Probably hoodie. House of Eleven. Special special baby edition. Yeah. But I was gonna say when Summit's brother and Cherie did the testimonials or the interviews and they said Oh, we're totally fine with Jenny. She can come as Summit's friend. Yes. Not as a family member, which basically you're saying, oh, it's okay if she comes, but 
But how do you do? Okay, what's the difference between a friend and a family member? Oh, like no, you're either no, I, no, you're gonna I, hold I, the hand or you're not yep. gonna hold the hand. Yeah, uh, you you can have her come, but don't make out in front of us. And I'm on board with that. I don't want to see that either. Yeah, and honestly, I don't even think it's accepted in that culture to make out or to be very like showy. Uh, hey, and good because I don't want to see that happen. No one wants to see Samit that. But Jenny. I was just like, it was interesting. They were saying, you know what? She actually could have come as your friend. Yeah, it's a little bit of a backhanded thing. It is. It's it sure is. But right, if if she really wanted to come, she could come. Of course, but. Bring your bees. Just bring your bees and be like, I'm chanting. Like, what are you doing here? Exactly. Like, I'm just here to chant. Exactly. What's up? What's up with you guys? Exactly. I would say the only positive thing about this segment, no one threatened to kill themselves this time. Okay? Because last time, Oof, last you, time, Samit tried to stand up and fight for Jenny's you, right to party. Are you doing darkness this segment? No, I'm doing reality <laughs> this segment. <laughs> Okay, at least no one threatened suicide this time. True. They got because, up, you know they excused themselves. Yeah, because mom walked away. She just walked away. And and that's the way to handle yourself, okay? That's the way. We don't need these threats. Yeah, oh, definitely not. That's so, honestly. It was unfair for that's everyone. That's such a low job. It's yeah. literally like someone job you in your penis. Enough. What? Enough. Some is a dude. I'm just like playing. Kick you in the balls, you could say. Oh, that's what you say? Yeah. I don't know. No, you're, like job you in your penis? You definitely don't say that. Oh. You definitely don't say oh, that. Or maybe maybe you can start. Nope. We're not going okay. to. Okay. 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 Here we go. Next couple. If you're ready. I don't know what you're doing over there. Are you ready? I'm always ready. For Kenny and Armando? I love birds. Okay. So this was up. This was down. This was all around. Okay. Before we dive deep into this, mm-hmm. I had a thought that I kind of share with you, but I'm going to share with you guys as well right we see all these other couples having issues with the age and it's not just on this season in general many times there is a big gap in the age mm-hmm. it's 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 an issue it's like oh she is too old for you he's too old for you oh he's too young for you he just wants to use you because of oh he's so young he just wants to come to the u.s or Jenny is so old, she can give you kids, right? There's mm-hmm. always, when it comes to age, there is always an issue. Not when it comes to Armando and Kenny. And let's not forget, they have a big age gap. Sure. But. but 58, 32. You, not unless you're 5, 3. Listen. Sorry. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> I don't want none unless you got buns, huh? Mm-hmm. You could do side bands or setups, but please don't lose that butt. I love you know that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. Sorry. Love it. Okay. I was, yes, the the, the age gap is not an issue. It's like literally, Armando. Kenny could be Armando's dad. Sure. If it comes down to it, it's possible, His right? Daddy, yeah. But no one ever brought it up. And you know why? Because they freaking looked at it this more or less the same age. Because Kenny moisturized. Because Kenny looks fly. Yeah. He sure does. He looks fly. And I also think it's because there's less pressure on having kids because Armando has a child. That's also true. Kenny has kids. So I don't think they're even like thinking about having more kids because they have enough. And there's also, there's also a bigger issue at hand here. For sure. But I was just like, it hit me hard because the age is always the issue. Yeah. But nobody comes to these two, even though they do have a big age gap. 
So I just wanted to put it out there. Oh, Guys, that's interesting. Let us let us know what you think. That's interesting. Okay. But here's here's the real issue. Armando has not told his family about the big wedding plans, Ooh, right? Not yet. So it's time to come clean. So he and his mom, Virginia, they go to this garden shop mm-hmm. so they can sit down and have some one-on-one time and talk. And they do. And Armando brings up how his dad seemingly came around a little bit. He's starting to accept the idea of Armando and Kenny. Mm-hmm. Who even knows, actually, if their age difference you is know, public I'm knowledge. You, no one's talking about their right? age. No do, one. Do, they might not even know. Do Armando Sr. and Virginia even know mm-hmm. about this age gap? I'm pretty sure that Armando Sr. and Virginia are more or less the same age as Kenny. Right. Okay. So who knows if they Less know. moisturizing, but more or less <laughs> the same age. Here's, here's one thing we do know is that Armando's dad has not learned about the engagement yet. He doesn't know. Senior doesn't know that Kenny and Armando are engaged. His mom said she's going to tell him, but she didn't. Which is interesting. Apparently, Virginia has been the mouthpiece for Armando, Mm -hmm. I guess, for his entire life. Listen. She was the one who told Senior that Armando was gay. Listen. Armando should tell his dad that he's engaged. He should be the one to break any news to his dad and to his mom, right? Yeah. But the fact that he wanted to do it, but Virginia said, don't tell dad, I'll tell him. Right. And then she ended up not telling him that's wrong. Yeah. And I think now Armando feels like, oh, she doesn't accept this. I felt that way too. And I'm not even Armando. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she does. I hope she does. I think she, and she said it herself. She's like, it's not like I don't accept who you are because I do. Yeah. Right. And I'm Armando. And I love how honest he is because I feel like many people, including myself, if my mom was telling me, oh, was crying, was like, oh, I, I, I feel like you might think that I don't accept you for who you are. I would probably feel guilty and be like, oh, no, mom. Like, no, 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 you're good. Like, I never thought that, right? I feel a lot of people would just sugarcoat this. I love that Armando is like, you know what, mom? Yes, that's how I feel. That's that's what makes me feel like, and I loved it. Well, I'm surprised and saddened, but mostly surprised that he feels like, oh, she didn't tell him because she doesn't accept it. I think it's she didn't tell him because she knows he doesn't accept it, which... It's a little true and it's a little not true. He's coming yeah. around, but I think that's the truth. I think she, I think she more or less accepts it. Yeah. I think oh, she, she knows. I think she knows. Senior is going to have a hard time accepting, and, what, it, and that's why she didn't tell. And what Armando said is like he's happy that his mom accepts him, as I believe she she sure does, right? But she he doesn't think she's truly happy for him. Well, what happens is she starts crying. Yeah, And she starts bringing up the past, how she remembers him being married to a woman and having a child. And Armando gets it. He gets, oh, it must be difficult, right, to see almost these two different lives. Yeah. You thought you knew me. You saw me this one way. And now I'm doing a 180. And now you have to accept this. And he gets it. He knows, like, it must be hard 
you you thought you knew your son and now I'm a different guy in your eyes. But what is hard for me to understand is Virginia's happier living in this false past. She gets happy thinking about Armando being married to a woman and having Hannah. That makes her happy. But he wasn't happy then, right? So she was happy when Armando was unhappy. Mm -hmm. Now he's finally happy with Kenny. He's finally happy being an out gay man. She's not as happy. Shouldn't you be happy when your child is happy? That's what it comes down to. I I think she is happy. I just feel like there is this miscommunication when she is okay with who he is and she's happy for him, but it doesn't feel that way for Armando. Right. Because of the past. Right. So she does. She's she's crying and through her tears, she says, I accept you, Armando. I accept you yeah. for who you are. Armando is happy to hear that. But Virginia tells him, you need to tell your dad. Yeah. That's, you need to And that's things. good. Yeah. He oh, should for sure. be the one telling, like, I would never try to make, oh, Oh, mom, um, I don't want to tell this to my dad. Can you do it? When it comes to something serious, right? You're it's a grown like, adult. Exactly. It's a big deal. It's something that you, should come from you. Yeah. You oh, only, for sure. Only you can explain for sure. how you feel about someone, how you feel about your circumstance. Mm-hmm. Only you can prove that this is who you are. This is what makes you happy, and this is why you should accept hey, this. Hey, 100%. Mom can't do that for you. And, you know, I know this is not the same situation, but just imagine, like, you tell your mom that you proposed to me and be like, hey, mom, can you tell that? Right. Your dad would feel so left out and so I feel like he would feel like, oh, my gosh, why didn't he just come to me and tell me? I know, again, it's a different situation because... I had a great relationship. I've always had a great relationship with your parents. So there was no, you know, they, it's not like they didn't accept me, but just like, let's put our minds out there and think about it for a moment. Like that would just be so devastating for your dad. And if you can't break the news to someone, if you can't tell someone this and you, I don't want to say have to hide behind someone else, but if you are having your mother or somebody else, doesn't have to be your mother, whoever. If you're having somebody else break the news, it almost seems like you're ashamed of it yourself. Yes. It doesn't yes. seem like you're fully owning it. It doesn't seem exactly. like you're proud of it. You're having someone else share this news. It's like, I don't want to do it. You do it. When Armando gets up there and does it himself, you go, okay. He loves this man. He wants to spend the rest of his life with this man. He is fully invested yeah. in this and, and owns this yeah. and is proud of this. And there's no pride in having your mom tell no. your dad. So I'm glad Virginia was like, you tell him. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, even if your dad said, oh, my gosh, like, I hate this. I hate you. Like, this is the worst. It would still be great yes. that Armando was the one to tell him because you got to own up to who you are. And just selfishly, don't you want to see your dad's reaction? I don't want to hear from my mom. Oh yeah, he was good. He was fine with it. Yeah, he, you know, because mom would probably sugarcoat it. Exactly. I want to see your reaction. Yeah. I want to know how you feel about this. For sure. Okay, so new day. Kenny, Cassidy, Armando—they're at their vacation. Playing rental. with that chihuahua. 
Chihuahua. DJ, shout out to DJ Bobo. Teresa sent me. Some of you guys did that, and we love that. So thank you. They're living their best life. These guys know how to rent a property because that house looked amazing. Well, that house, as they were just driving through the neighborhood, it was like this up-and-coming neighborhood that basically most of the houses were still being built. It looked like new construction. But they all looked like fancy big houses. Yeah, they're living their best life. Mm -hmm. We want a vacation with you, Kenny and Armando. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would love to. Okay, but today's the day. Armando's going to spill the beans. Yeah, spill the beans, Armando. Okay. So Armando, he recants how it was actually his mom who told his dad he was gay. And when his dad found this out, it it wasn't the greatest reception. They went on this silent drive. They didn't talk. And Armando feels like, okay, my dad never really accepted me for who I am. Hmm. So he's a little nervous. He's thinking back on that and has to go and deliver this new news and hoping, well, hopefully this goes better. So on the way over, they're in the car and Armando says, if my dad doesn't accept this marriage and if he doesn't show up for the wedding, I'm probably never going back. I think he is just filled with emotions. I don't think he means it. I hope not. Well, first and foremost, we hope Senior accepts. Yes, of course. Secondly, we hope if he doesn't accept, you won't give up on your dad. You won't of give course. up on your family. You'll show up. But I the think, stakes are high. He's I think emotions this, are speaking. Emotions are high and the stakes are high. So they get to the house. Armando Sr., he's in the garage. In the do, shed. Doing man things, mm. fixing things, sorting. Real hetero. He's real not wearing hetero. tight pants and a tight sweater like Armando. No, this is real man mm-hmm. stuff. Things like you don't even do. I don't even, I'm not even that I would manly. probably do it over you. Yeah. So Armando asks to sit down and talk. And he starts off by saying, I want to talk a little bit about myself, the changes in my life, who I am. It's time we talk man to man. Like, yeah, let's talk about who I actually am. Let's talk man to man. And Senior says, everyone has their own life. You're an adult. And I accept your life as it is. The only thing that bothers me, <laughs> Senior says, the only thing that bothers me is if I, if I think about you and Kenny all the time, gets gets a little weird for me. So, so I try, I try to stay question. busy. How do you think about them? Do you think about them as like, oh, my son know. and his partner or, oh, my son is banging a dude? Two different things. Either or, my advice, don't, as a parent, don't spend too much time thinking about oh, your child's love life. No, 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 love life, but, but your parents, my parents, everyone, everyone's parents always think about their kids, right? Regardless, yes. right? So yes. maybe he didn't mean it. He just meant it like, oh, I think about you guys. But it sounded like he thinks about the sexual part. The That's power. what it sounds like. If I think about it, yeah. I think about it too much. I think about it too much, it gets a little weird. Which is like, why would you picture your son banging a dude? Oh, or a, or a girl. Why don't, yeah. Why would you picture yeah. your son banging at all? Why, why don't you just think about, okay, I have a happy and a healthy son who's doing great for himself, who's happy 
I'm going to bring it up again. Um, Are you saying because gay is another word for happy? Is that why you keep saying happy? No, I'm just saying that, listen, there's so many people who die, who are sick, who, you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't even want to go there. The fact that Armando is a happy and a healthy young man. Yeah. That should, should be, be enough. so enough. And I'm, let's just talk about this, but dude, I'm talking to Armando Sr. Don't picture Armando banging Kenny because that's what it seemed like. Definitely. That's what he's, yeah. Like picture him being happy. And, that's it. And I think he does because Sr. then says he actually feels proud. He feels proud. He's proud of Armando because Armando's a smart person mm -hmm. and that's good enough for him. <laughs> we love that senior we love we that love senior love. We, we love. love love it's tears all around senior starts mm -hmm. crying armando's crying he, we're crying he really uh, i forgot the phrase but he really turned the tables mm, i don't think he turned the tables but on himself uh, he i, I really expected him to be like oh no like oh i don't accept this I have to wrap my mind around everything. No, don't well, even just talk. wait. Pump the bricks. Well, yeah, Pump yeah, the yeah. Bricks, but okay? most of this was very positive. It was very was positive. Senior realized there are more important things than sexual preference, right? I don't have to be proud of my son because he's straight yeah. or gay. I'm proud of him because he's smart well, and is. passionate and exactly. caring. Right? Okay. So we're feeling good. This is positive. This mm -hmm. is great. This is uplifting. Everyone's happy. But then Armando continues and he tells his dad, okay. Kenny, Kenny proposed. Kenny proposed. And I told mom that he proposed, but I'm not sure if you know. Oh, not yeah. Sure if you know Throw this. Virginia under the bus. I yeah. like it. I like it. <laughs> Throw Virginia right under the bus. And all, all senior says is, I overhear things. I don't, I try not to pay attention to it. Basically saying, oh, I know. But no one told me I directly, but I heard. Yeah. So Armando says, we're engaged and we're actually planning to get married next year. And I want you to be there for me. And it's very important that you're there. But Senior, he was a, he was a little more accepting before. I think it was just a lot for him. I feel like he, he wrapped his mind around certain things. Like yeah. he knew that he's gay. He accepted him and Kenny because he called Kenny his partner, which I think is a big step for someone who doesn't accept this. Yeah. Right. So he's like warming up to the idea. I just think that he was overwhelmed, overwhelmed with the information. And he said, Oh, I cannot give you my answer right now. If I come to the wedding or not, mm -hmm. I honestly think of course he's going to come. He's going to be there. I think he's, he's going to wrap his mind around this, but maybe at the moment it's like too much. Well, here's, a thought that you just put in my mind talking about age. Senior struggling with the fact that Armando is gay. Mm -hmm. Sure. But do you think he's really struggling with the fact that he's almost being replaced with another father figure? Oh, I don't think so. Because I don't think Kenny, he even goes there. Kenny has to be a similar age yeah. to senior. No, I don't think they even go there. I feel like the main focus, and as you said, is that they're gay and the parents don't approve. Or, okay, 
they do approve now. They're wrapping their minds around it, right? Yeah. They accept it is the right word, as what I said. I don't think the fact that Ken is older crosses anyone's mind. Because nobody think, probably knows. Again, he looks fabulous, so yeah. who cares? But yeah, I feel like, you know, dad's probably overwhelmed and is wrapping his mind around it. And it can be an equivalent of, let's say, oh, you're dating a girl. And two weeks later, you're like, hey, mom, I'm going to propose to her. Right? Right. Normal people be like, hey, mom, I'm going to want to, you know, bring this girl home. I want you to meet her. Some yeah. people are crazy and can be like, I'm going to marry her. And your parents would be like, wait a minute, what? I need to wrap my mind around this. And I feel like that's a similar situation. Just how you like received these news that you didn't, you didn't expect, mm. right? Maybe his dad thought, okay, so my son is gay. He has a partner. They live together. It's all good. Like, I'm, it's going to be okay, right? But the fact that they're going to get married, that's, that's a whole different level to this. Yeah. But I believe Senior is going to be at the wedding. He's going to party hard. I hope so. Because they deserve it. They deserve love. I hope so. If senior, if senior says no, hopefully Jenny can get an invite because she gets she gets zero invites. She's to probably family. way older than everyone. Well, she gets zero invites <laughs> to family affairs. So let Jenny come. Jenny can. That's party, an interesting right? thought. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Ari and Baby real quick. It was a quick segment. It was a quick the segment. Quick the segment. It's Ari, baby. It's Mimi. It's Avi. They're going for a nature walk because they're going to experience the healing powers of holy water. Yes. Lavender clearly rubbed off on Ari. She's like, has there even been scientists here to test the magical properties of this water? What That's makes this, not Ari. What makes this so holy? Has scientists approved this? What does oh, Dr. Fauci say about this water? Well, I would probably ask that. What does Fauci have to say? <laughs> <laughs> so, baby, forget Fauci. Baby says this water has healed millions of people. But only if you believe in it. You got to believe. It's like Peter Pan. If you don't believe in it, it's just the water. If you believe. believe in it. I believe I can fly. I different, very different. I probably shouldn't do this because R. Kelly just got arrested today. Again? Not arrested, uh, convicted. Whoa. Yeah, don't sing that. I was doing Peter Pan. Oh, I was doing R. Kelly. I feel bad about it. Oh, yeah. Take that back. I'm taking it back. Take it back. I believe I cannot fly. No. <laughs> He's just going to be sitting in a cell for a yeah, long he, time. Yeah, he would not be able to fly. Um, But yes, you have to believe. You have to believe. Apparently, baby's brother was crippled, but he got better because of the holy water. Listen, I said it all in our life. My grandma drinks holy water. She climbs the hill, goes to this church, prays, and goes with her empty water bottles, brings it back home, and she sips on it because she believes it heals her on the inside. Yeah. There's, there's one thing. That I know this holy water can heal, and that's about it. What is it? Dehydration. That's about the only thing this holy water can heal. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. So, okay. No disrespect, but they go to what looks like a homeless encampment that happens to have a small waterfall in the <laughs> middle of it. That's about it, right? Like, <laughs> if this is such a holy place, you'd think they'd do more than throw a couple old sheets over trees. You think they would build some sort of shrine or some sort of structure? Mm -hmm. All they do. I have they, an elephant. 
something. Exactly. They have sheets mm-hmm. hanging on trees. Not just that. The sheets come with a naked lady. And the naked lady. Okay. So that's where it gets good. They go to this shower, this waterfall. Ari, not enjoying it at all. But what are you bathing suit like? Ari. Basically wearing a wet Come on, suit. like show us your titties. Whoa, hello. I mean, the naked lady did. She sure did. This woman had her heavies out right next to Ari, and you could see her nips through the blur. That's how cold this water was. <laughs> right? She was just there trying to get Ari to enjoy it. Well, she, no, no, no. Even she was trying to get Ari to do the right movements. I feel you have to your head, your front, your back, like move right. around. Don't move just around, stomp right? your feet and whine. And she was like trying to spin Ari around, and there was Mimi. Ari! Your bag. She's trying to wash your bag. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. naked lady just like <laughs> spinning her around. Ari just being confused and being cold. That's, it was a mess, but I had a good laugh. It was a big moment, though. It was a big moment for her and for Baby. The fact that Ari went and took a shower, it meant a lot to Baby. It brought them closer together. And he appreciated that. Yeah. So something oh, came. Oh, Baby is so nice. Something came of it. He's so nice. Let's be honest, though. Standing under a waterfall... For a minute, isn't the biggest gesture. Baby wants to make a big deal of it. A fake waterfall because this is coming out of a tube. Right. Right. Taking a cold shower after you've invited your ex-husband to stay with you for a week. That's the least you can do. That's not the biggest gesture in the world. That's the least you can do. That's very true. But baby, it made him happy. Baby is so cute. And is bringing them closer. Okay. That's it. That's Ari and baby. (laughs) That's it. Ari, baby, and Nick. That's Ari Ari and baby. That's holy water the segment. (laughs) That's all it was. Okay. <laughs> Which means we are left with one couple. Evelyn and Corey. Okay. So now that Evelyn has told her sisters about Corey and her being married, she wants to tell the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. It's time. So they show up to her family's restaurant. Lipsy and Leslie are there being as unsupportive as ever. They hate Corey. They hate Corey. It seems like they hate life. But more importantly, they hate Corey. And Evelyn's like, well, we're here. We're going to come clean. I guess we're here, right? We walked here. We'll come clean. They go inside and the whole family is there. Standing room only for this announcement. I almost feel like it's not a random thing. I feel like they all work at a family restaurant. So it's packed. They're there. Wall to wall. More people keep piling in. It's better to get it off your chest when everyone's there instead of repeating it to everyone. That's very true. So Evelyn just starts talking. She goes, the other day I told you about the wedding planning, but I have more to tell you. And she explains, Corey's visa is expiring. We ran out of options to keep him here in Ecuador. So we went and we got married. Dun, dun, dun. Evelyn's mom's just like, no. She's like, are you serious? No. No. And Evelyn, this is Evelyn trying to calm everyone being like you didn't miss out on anything she's like nobody was there we had to pay strangers twenty dollars to be witnesses it was just for the papers but that didn't make mom happy i honestly i feel the mom even if they wanted to do it and i I accepted that's fine they did it for a reason they should have told the parents even if they didn't want them there they should have told the parents i'm with you in normal circumstances okay here We see, Evelyn said, 
I don't want anyone to know because if we have to get divorced, my parents aren't going to let me. And that's what happens here. True. I honestly, honestly, it would eventually come out. Even if they got married in secret and didn't work out, they divorced. In a couple of years, Evelyn meets someone else. She marries. It would come out. Don't oh, tell Ra- me it Raul wouldn't. will tell the whole time. Oh, Rahul will, will tell everyone. Tell, tell everyone. <laughs> He's such a slut. <laughs> yeah. So Evelyn's spilling the beans. Nobody's happy. Lipsy and Tipsy were loving it mm-hmm. in the background. They Love were the drama. Laughing. Yeah, they were like, I'm sure Evelyn was the favorite child before. They're probably like, if we if we can marry a freaking tree and my parents are going to be happy. As long as they're invited. Exactly. As long as they're invited. So Evelyn's mom doesn't think you should marry for papers. It should be about love. It should be about forever. I agree. Completely agree. I just don't think they got married for papers. I actually think... They got married because in that moment they've said, hey, we're having a good time. Things are good. And they got married. I don't buy it. You know why? Because I do believe that at that moment, maybe they loved each other. They've been together for a while. But Evelyn keeps saying, I don't want to get married ever. I don't know if I'm happy with Cody. I don't know if I want to be with Cody. Meanwhile, she did cheat on Cody, right? Mm. I did think that it was like, okay, either he has to leave right now. We'll never find out what's going to happen with us. Yeah. Or we get married. He gets to stay. We have a business together. We That's how we make money. Let's just do it and we'll see. I genuinely think they did get married for papers. Yeah. I mean, they did. Obviously, there was right? something else. There was no, it wasn't just a business transaction, right? They, they got, definitely were together. They said we were happy at that time. So we yeah. got married. It was for the papers. Sure. Yeah. If Corey had another six months on his visa, they probably wouldn't have got married for another six yes. months. So I'm sure it was for the papers. And but if she kicked him out before that, he would probably be living in Peru, oh being yeah. on a different 90 day with a different lady. I just want to make the distinction. There are people who get married literally just for papers. It's a transaction. Yeah. Oh, I'll pay you X amount of dollars. Yeah. You get married. That wasn't this. No, 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 that's not what I meant. I just meant that I didn't think they married for love. I think they married to get a paper so he can stay. They can see where the relationship is going because they weren't ready to either marry or split up. They didn't get married for happily ever after. They got married for happily right now. We're We're happy right now and let's see what happens. And again, they own a business together. They're planning on, you know opening another business that I feel like there was more, it was more of a business when it comes to their business. And there are plenty of couples like that. There are plenty of couples who love is secondary or tertiary to what really brought them together, which could be business or Mm -hmm. even children, or there's some other reason that people are together. I think they had had love, have love, but yes, I think there were other reasons too. Yeah, that they I just married. don't think that relationship like this will last forever. Oh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised this lasted this long. <laughs> okay, new wait, night. Wait for, wait for it. New night in Ecuador. Corey is with Raul. They shredded some waves. They hung 10 and now they're going to sit down and talk. And Corey just comes out and goes, I'm going to straight up tell you, dude, dude, Evelyn and I have been married in secret for a year, dude. He just starts talking straight surfer around Raul. Surfer wannabe. Dude. I mean, I know he surfs, but he's like, so, Every, all dude, of a sudden he's bro, so cool. Bro, he's so cool. Bro, let me he's, get, bro. Cali- he's California cool. Bro, dude, dude. We've been married in secret for a year, dude. Dude, I can't believe it. I got to tell you. So 
He spills <laughs> he spills these beans and he not ex- the chanting beans, just his beans. Those are beads. Oh beads. But these are beans. And he spills <laughs> them. And he explains, we got married. Then Evelyn kicked me out because I wasn't giving her the attention she needs. And Corey goes, Remember the girl I told you about? The girl in Peru? And Roel's like, Jenny? Jenny? Corey goes, Yeah. And uh, a little more serious than I told you. A little more serious. Well, how serious was it? Here's here's where we learn everything. Here's mm-hmm. where the bomb drops. Yes. We get the answers we've been waiting five episodes Literally. for. Turns out Jenny actually introduced Corey to her family. And not just that. Not they, just that. They were thinking of moving in together. That's how serious it was. So it wasn't a one night stand when Corey couldn't get it up because he probably used something similar to the penis tape, no, but not as didn't. not as effective. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, he did not. <laughs> but yes, got introduced to her family, and they were going to get a place together. So here's my question: How would Corey have been able to stay in Peru if they did get a place together? He would probably have to marry Jenny. He would probably have to marry Jenny. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you just get to go live in Peru no, you for as long as you, you want. You don't get to go to live in any country without any paperwork. Maybe maybe three months. M- maybe, yeah. But to get a residence, yeah. you, can't, you can't just rent an apartment and say, I'm going to stay here yeah. forever. No. So was his plan to marry Jenny? Who knows? I mean, he couldn't because he was married and he was aware of it. He was married in... Ecuador. He was but, not married in Peru. Well, he was like, okay, I'll move in with Jenny, but let me go and get my stuff, my surfer boards back from Ecuador. And as he was doing all that, quarantine, COVID-19, mm-hmm. he gets stuck home with Evelyn and yes. the spark is back on. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Missy last night on our live mm-hmm. who said Corey is a hobosexual. I love it. I've never heard it before, but I love it. Yeah. Hobosexual. If you guys have not heard that term, a person who comes to visit you and wants to stay with you and start a relationship because they're homeless. So <laughs> hobosexual. Hobosexual. Greatest term I've ever heard. Thank you, Missy, for that. Beautiful. Interesting. More of that. Yeah. So You Corey, know what hobo means? Hobo. I do. What? Homeless person. No. It means a homeless boy. That's, that's where it came from. Hobo. Hobo. Corey homeless is a, boy. Corey's a ho-boy. He's a ho... Yeah. It comes from homeless boy. boy. Forget hobo. That was He's based a, on my Google research. I made that up right now, Missy. He's a ho-boy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy sexual. So, yeah, which is completely true. It's like, oh, I'm in Peru. I just met this girl. I have nowhere to stay. I'm going to live here. Going to be with her. Get stuck with Evelyn. Oh, I guess I'm going to be with her. So Mm -hmm. that's what happened. Gets stuck back in Ecuador. Works things out. Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote, works things out. However worked out things are between them. It's probably never really that worked out. But I know. But they're back together now. And... Corey tells Raul, yeah, well, Evelyn doesn't really know the full story. Obviously. So Raul goes, well, you need to man up and tell Jenny you're in love with Evelyn and then tell Evelyn the truth about Jenny. Because if you don't, I am going to tell her. Hashtag savage. Bum, bum, bum. But 
we learn Corey never really ended things with Jenny. He just loved. He just, he literally ghosted her. They just stopped talking, Mm -hmm. which is sort of becoming a pattern this season where people don't break up with each other. They just stop talking. Who else said that? Lavender. And, right? (laughs) I forgot, but yeah. Right? People just sort of stop, stop talking. We don't really break up. It's crazy. It's like, oh, oh, I'm meeting your parents. Let's move in together, but eh, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah. Who does that? A lot of people. Okay. Speaking of, of, and you know, I know it's not just about the looks, right? But it's just me or Jenny's way better looking than Evelyn. (laughs) I don't even know what you're going to ask with Jenny, for sure. Way better looking than Evelyn. Granted, we only saw two. Based on the photos, she seems like she's actually into Corey way more than Evelyn from all the footage we've seen. Mm -hmm. Never met Jenny, never seen footage of her, but I can also probably tell that she's much nicer than Evelyn. Yes, I know, I know. Just seeing one photo, I'm like, much nicer. Two photos, but it was literally my thought. Yeah. No, I I hope we get some Jenny footage. If not during the season, we better get some tell-all footage of I was thinking that you said it last night. I was like... Oh, it would be so savage just having Jenny join and just explain what happened. We need Jenny. That's all I want. But there's Jenny, not the old Jenny. Nobody wants the old Jenny. (laughs) Even Samit doesn't want the old Jenny. Come on. Somebody wants this new young Jenny. Everyone wants the young Jenny. Okay. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Right? Mm -hmm. Corey better tell Evelyn or Raul (laughs) is gonna. I think he's gonna. He's gonna. wants to bang Evelyn again. Oh, yeah. But in the same time. He's Corey's best friend, so... Yeah, okay. Mm. But he's more of Evelyn's best friend. We... Come on. Yeah, I... I, Ro, I Ro's a bit of a hobosexual himself, I mean, I think. he's definitely a savage. Like, oh, if you don't tell her, I'll tell her, bro. Yeah, that's not really what friends do. No. So I think he just proved his alliance mm-hmm, is, to, mm-hmm. is to Evelyn, right? Yeah, for sure. If you were Corey's not friend, alliance, He's that. like, okay, if you don't tell her, I'll tell her. She's going to kick your, you know, kick your ass anyway, so I can, like, move in. Exactly. Okay. That's it. That's the episode. Oh, that's it. We made it. What an episode. It was a good episode. Okay. I really liked it. It was you okay. You it liked was... it more than I did. I know you Okay, did. so I literally just realized after we talked about it that this episode was more sad than funny. There was nothing funny I going know. on. I know. There was nothing funny going on. And as much as we tried to joke about it, there was not a lot to joke about because you cannot joke about a Category 5 hurricane. I don't think I used this once. <laughs> Such a sad episode. It was so sad. The whole episode was like. Just. Do you have a good crying sound effect? No, I don't think so. But that would be appropriate because. I don't think so. I was thinking about it. I was like, this is such a great episode. A lot had happened. Yeah. And now we're podcasting and I'm trying to come up with some jokes. And, and I even, like, like didn't this. even write jokes because it's impossible. Just crickets. When it comes to jokes, it's just <laughs> just silence. <laughs> you don't make any sense, but I kind of like it. It was a like sad it. episode, okay? It was a sad episode. It was episode. very sad. It was very sad. This is appropriate, yes. <laughs> Guys, okay. John loves his new sound effects. All right. No, I don't. They're, they're reserved for Kenny and Armando's telenovela, but even that was too sad. Everything was very sad. So, guys, if you didn't... You probably want to go and get some a box of tissues to wipe all the tears. Yeah. Let's uh let's get the energy together for next episode. Let's hope next episode is a little brighter, a little happier. Oh yeah. 
Because we only have one more Darcy and Stacey. And we and love to joke about things. We love to joke. We love joking. It's hard to, as I say, it's hard to joke about Hurricane we 5. Love, we love joking. We love joking. We love joking. That's all we want. I love laughing. I love laughs. I love laughs. <laughs> I sure do. All right. That's it. Let's end this thing. Let's get out of here. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love, Sunday Night Lives, memes, message us, we'll talk to you, things like that, things you do on social media. Also, make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to follow. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's DC in August. Ho! I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. You and did? I still, yeah, and I still didn't even have my sound effect ready for that. Ugh, you you uh, blew it. I, I knew you were going to bring it back. Do, uh, do it again. Guys, make sure you follow the podcast. Podcast. All you have to do, it's so easy. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's DC in August. Hood. Oh, I blew it. Your sound effects <laughs> suck. I blew it because it's not, it's just on my phone. Guys. You really need to. Spoiler alert, it's just on my phone. You really need to. If you want to keep using this as the professional that you are, no, I like you it. You really need to like. I like Just it being, play around with it. Make sure it works. I like it being a little wonky. I think it's funnier that way. Okay. Um, and thank you again for the reviews. Always. We love the reviews. We love to hear what you guys think. We love the laugh. And, you know, <laughs> things like positive reviews, if you mean it, and I believe all you who said something positive about a podcast do mean it, it keeps us going. It's Absolutely. like a little, a little bottle a little of smack wine. smack in the ass. Yeah, I was going to say a little bottle of wine. Uh, that, that does... It that keeps does, me going. It does not. It keeps me going. Say, that almost has the opposite effect. But all right, that's it for now. This has gone too long. So I know we have said it all. I don't even have to ask if you said it all. Oh, we've know, said everything. I know you have said it all. I think all. I've said more than I wanted to. We will talk Classic. to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.